Many of you know that we've been doing, um, periodically, from time to time, we've been doing what we call faith and work interviews. And uh, that's been an opportunity for us to hear from um, just people in different industries and um, different aspects of life, how they integrate uh, their faith and their work together. So today, I'm going to invite um, Heather and Julia and Amy to come up. You guys can come up and let's give them a hand. Rob, can you hand me that mic that's on my bag? (laughs) Thank you so much. Good morning, ladies. How are you? Can you guys get what, guess what industry they're from? Uh, uh, see, for if you know them, then you probably know what we're talking about. But today, I told you last week that this week we're gonna, we're gonna, our faith and work interview would be a very, very unique industry. And so this morning, our industry is stay-at-home moms. <laughs> yes, awesome. Give them a hand. Woo! So I want to I introduce to you um, three stay-at-home moms. So this is Julia, and this is Amy, and this is Heather. Thank you, ladies, for helping us out this morning. Um, all uh, three... Uh, Ladies here are married, and uh, so it's probably maybe their experience as also um, a married couple. We understand we have single moms uh, definitely within our church, and we want to support uh, every mom. Um, we also know that single moms very likely are, are working moms, and so today we wanted to have a little bit of a unique, um, yeah, just kind of hearing from you guys' experience as stay-at-home moms, and so with some, so glad that you guys are with us, um, or ladies are with us, but... Um, your job is very important. Um, there's not a salary necessarily attached to it. But I've done some research, and studies say that a, a stay-at-home mom's salary should be between eighty dollars to $100,000 a year if you consider the tasks that they have to accomplish, the skills that they need to have, uh, the managerial experience, and the responsibilities and time all associated with it, plus the overtime. So, um, <laughs> so we, we understand that. So, um, yeah, I know, I know that, uh, so that we really value that. So I have a couple of questions um, for you all, and then we can, we'll just get started. So why don't you just tell us, off, just off the top, and I'll, we'll pass the mic around, and you can just hold it, and whoever speaks will pass it around. Tell us a little bit about, like, your typical day. Um, so... Social media, chatting, coffee. Uh, <laughs> I love yeah, that. that. Honest, honest, honest. <laughs> um, I guess our day in our house starts around seven. We don't let them out of their rooms till seven, and luckily um, the school bus doesn't come until seven forty-five. So we have forty-five minutes to have breakfast and prepare and get out the door. And I still have one at home and one at school, so it's not too bad. Uh, we try to plan some activities during the day, maybe some, like, schoolwork, um, craft. We go outside. Sometimes we don't get to do much other than just um, play, do a lot of cooking, a lot of washing dishes, <laughs> and cleaning, and laundry, amongst, okay. amongst, you know, other yeah, things. amongst trying to fit in playtime and a few activities. Yeah, I think um, just what Julia said and also just a lot of 
um, instructing and training, and, and that goes for all moms at home. You're just you're constantly doing these things, um, and it's 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 fun, really. <laughs> it's also a lot of fun, um, and I think that's throughout the day we're doing that. We're working with our kids, um, we're instructing them, we're training them, we're disciplining. Um, yeah, I think that's, it's just all day long, <laughs> but it's good, it's good, okay. and our, I guess I'm, I'm different in the sense that all my kids are still at home, so I don't have any at school yet, um, but yeah, our day starts at 6, but it's good. <laughs> okay, so one at school, one at home, three at home, and Heather, your kids are older, so maybe yeah, your day two. looks a little different. A little different, yeah. Two kids in school, um, but we still do similar things, we try to make time as a family, um, especially when they're at home, I try to be there. But when they're not there, well, I try to fill up my time with uh, volunteer uh, opportunities. Um, I also help another mom who works, and I help take care of her six-year-old daughter and babysit and slash homeschool because she's a homeschooler and she has to work uh, at Dawson College, so... I also uh, try to get in some exercise, take care of myself, and most importantly, I try to um, connect with other moms, just have time to fellowship and pray together. Okay. And that's really important. Mm, awesome. Um, just wondering, what kind of pressure, if you do feel pressure from society, to either be like a certain kind of mom or a certain kind of person or woman you know, knowing that you're stay-at-home moms, do you, if you feel that, what do you feel? What comes to mind? I didn't really feel pressure from society so much, but from myself. I put a lot of pressure on myself to be that perfect Christian mom and not make mistakes. And I had to learn not to be so hard on myself or my children. Mm. And I felt pressure to actually go out and find some income. Like, if I wasn't making income, like, when my mom, oh, I was growing up, my mom was doing Avon, which is fine. I think it's great, you know, to have that on the side. Okay. But I felt extra pressure to sort of have some, some extra job, make sure I have income, as if what I was doing was not enough, like, okay. not uh, considered productive. Hmm. Okay. So I had to overcome that and... That, no, this is enough. Like, I don't have to go around trying to find money, you know, extra money. Okay, okay. Well, that's helpful to hear. Anyway, what about you, Amy? Uh, yeah, I think that social media is, uh, that's the negative side of it because there's a lot of times you have posts and this is what you should do, be, be doing with your kids. And, and so you kind of have to have a filter with that and uh, take it. Um, some you take and some you don't. And uh, I think that it's very easy to have what they call now mom guilt um, because it's kind of when we're home with our kids, we're always learning, we're always changing, and that's good, and we're always making mistakes. So um, it is a hard role to be in, in in that sense, and I think um, it's I've experienced a lot of pressure, not pressure, but just um, I think uh, people looking down upon um, us because we haven't chosen to put our kids in daycare, and so that's been a really, like, people are shocked. And um, so it, it's kind of like... I feel like sometimes as moms, when we're staying at home, we're, we're outnumbered now, and we're really kind of pushing against culture all the time, like, because 
there's, I mean, even the doctors, you know, you go to the doctor and they're like, what? You don't have your kids in daycare. What are you doing? And so you're yeah, doc- always confronting saying that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's, uh, it's hmm. all around, I think, a lot. Um, I don't feel it at all. <laughs> I don't really care what people think. Because <laughs> we've decided, and Elmer is like very supportive, I don't feel pressure to go out and earn money, although I'm making money on Barrage Sale and other things, because it's fun. We just sold something for 60 bucks this morning before we came. But um, no, I just don't really... I don't pay attention. If I don't feel that it's what we've decided as a family, then I don't really care. Okay, it's good. good Sorry to, hear. to be blunt, but no, no, that's, that's it. okay. That's okay. Is there other kind of cultural pressures at time? Um, not. I mean, I see it out there. I know where Amy's coming from. It's all over, right? Mm-hmm. But um, I think where we live also, because we live out in Hudson, and there's a lot of stay-at-home parents. I mean, there's also a lot that work, but you also see there's um, a big community there who stay home, and I think you you see kids around and. Um, it doesn't feel so isolated, okay. I guess, because okay. you're in a place where there are people that stay home. Now, how many, which of you have, have worked before the kids? Yes. All, okay. And do you have plans to go back to work later on? I'm getting a sense like, I don't care. I'm just no. doing what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll see what happens when the time comes. Okay. Um, it depends, you know, on circumstances because you don't know if, you know, financially, what circumstance you're going to be in, or um, maybe volunteer work, or you know, get involved with the school, of course, because you okay. probably want to know what's going on because there's stuff that you know you just want to know what's happening. So, despite your or in spite your like solid convictions, which I love hearing, do you miss work at all? Not anymore. In the okay. beginning, I think there's a bit of a cultural change because, well, you know, both of us, I mean, pointing at Elmer over there, <laughs> were um, already in our late 30s when we got married and had kids, and we'd worked for, you know, I'd already worked 20 years. So okay. um, that's a big change mm. going from working for your whole life since I was like 14 to having a family almost, you know, immediately and being married. And so. Yes, in the beginning, you know, you miss the social okay. friends and just the fact of getting out of the house. So it is an adjustment. Okay. But that was because of probably, you know, the time I'd spent in an office or working. Yeah, yeah for sure. And uh, what about you ladies? Do you feel, you feel like you want to go back to work at some point? Or? Um, I, taught, I taught three years before uh, we had kids. And it was great. I loved it. Um, and people ask a lot of times, oh, do you miss it? And I say, yeah, in a way. But I always love this more. And this far surpasses any work. <laughs> I think because I value it so highly, I believe in it so strongly, that um, it far surpasses anything else. And um, I think when our kids are all in school, then um, I would consider like going part-time. But um, I want to make sure that our family has time together. And um, for me, I was a teacher, so I know how much work is involved in that. And... Uh, I, I, pro- I can't see myself going back full-time because I know how much work would be devoted to that and, and I don't want to sacrifice the time with our kids and our family. So. Okay. Heather, you've, had, you've homeschooled, right? Yeah, for 10 years. Can you just briefly just say like the pluses and minuses of that or your own experiences? Maybe they're all pluses, maybe the they're all pluses minuses. But, you know. are uh, you get to be with your kids. Oh, well, maybe not everybody likes to be with their kids all the time, but I do. 
I want to be with them. I want to be there as the main influence and the teacher of everything. I just want to discover with them and help them and mm. uh, translate God's love to them. Uh, that was by far more rewarding than any, you know. Of course, you do that at work, outside work, too, um, with your colleagues, with wh- whoever you're working with, but it's different. Okay. There's no comparison. I mean, of course, you, you have to work to, to earn a living, but I never looked at it as, a, like, this is my career, this is what I, what I want to do. I always knew that if I ever had a chance to get married, have children, I would stay home and okay. be there as much as I could be, and if financially. It know. was possible. Yeah. So I'm not eager to go back to work. Um, if it's necessary, like financially, okay. of course, you yeah. know. Do what you have to do. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All of you are married, and there's single moms um, or single parents have a kind of unique challenge. How you know? How do you guys see the maybe the difference? Like what you would anticipate as the difference for a single parent? If you do, well, I've been friends with a lot of single moms. Um, my heart goes out to them. Uh, there's just I don't know how they do it without a lot of help. Mm. I don't. I I just find that it's it's not what God meant it to be. I mean, they're in that position for a reason, and it's not. I don't think anyone wants to be in that position. Just it's too much, a burden to carry. So they need our support as much as possible. Mm-hmm. It's just. They're being father and mother sometimes. Uh, the financial load, it's, okay. it's overwhelming, I find. Okay. Yeah. Anybody else have a thought towards that? Yeah, I think um, it's, it is a really difficult thing to do on your own. And, you know, when, we, when our husbands come back from work, we share the load. We share it. And um, so it's not, it's not all on, on uh, our shoulders when they come home. And so that... I see that as the difference, um, but also sharing the joys and, and the sorrows together. Um, we, we lift each other up. We're there. We're doing it together. And mm-hmm. so I think for a single parent, it must be so much harder. So I think uh, as a church, we should do more for them. And um, I don't know what that looks like. But even if there's a single parent who doesn't want to um, work full-time, um, somehow, I don't know, I think because the church should value this, that, I don't know, maybe they can, in some way, financially help um, single moms mm-hmm. okay. and support them. Okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, I don't really have anything to add to, just add to that. Same. Yeah. I mean, I agree with Amy, definitely. Mm. There's a lot of pressure to go to work, and as a married couple, let alone as a single, when you don't have any choice you have to provide for your children... So, you know, if you could mm. give that mother one day at home at least a week with her kids by helping them financially, I mean, that would, I'm sure, that would make, you know, they would forever be grateful. Mm. Yeah, for sure. No, it's good to, it's a difficult question to ask, especially asking you ladies, you know, being in, in a different scenario. But we want to be thinking about that because as a church and as a family, we want to uh, support one another. Maybe as we wrap this up, what are some ways we can pray for, for families, for you know, your, people that are in a similar situation to you? How can we pray for you? Well, it's hard, as you know, because you have your own 
two kids. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, you don't agree on everything. There's always things that come up that you're like, oh, yeah, well, we, you know, we didn't know about this. We didn't expect this. Or don't agree with your that. spouse or with, with your kids? Well, with both, like okay. as a family. Yeah, yeah, you know, okay. There are things that you don't agree on, and, you know, you always need prayer. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, For, we, you know, I'm sure that, yeah. I just, everything, Frank I'm is just smiling joking. in the back. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, in, I think in general, as a couple with children, it's probably sometimes more difficult because as well as the two of you, you have, you know, different decision personalities. Making. Decision making. So okay. with kids involved too, you know, there's always a lot of decisions that have to be made, things mm. that you're not sure about. I mean, now we're experiencing the first things about school and different things, you know, they're sending home stuff and it's like, well, do we want him to do that? Do we not? So, you know, you need a lot of, I think, support and mm-hmm, prayer mm-hmm. and you always have to make sure that you put God first. And sometimes that's hard. So I think just praying in general for families to okay. be able to make decisions together that are right for their family. That's good. What about you, Amy? Any ways we can pray specifically? Um, I think, yeah, um, praying. I think I look at the church and I, I think um, there's a verse, I think it's in Timothy or Titus, but it talks about the older women in the church um, speaking to the younger women and uh, mentoring them kind of. And I think, I don't know what that looks like in the church, but... It's kind of, you always need, when you're a mom, you always want to share ideas with people, and you do that among, we do that among ourselves, but there's also something about talking to women that are older, that have done this, have walked this road, and the wisdom that they have, so I think that that's a way that we can, um, we can pray about that, but we can also support moms that way. I think that that's, and and even among ourselves as moms, um, I think you know, it kind of struck me when you, when, you, when you meet someone that you haven't seen for a while and uh, they often ask you, how are you? And then you just say, oh, fine, you know, good. And then they ask about your husband's job, which is good. That's important, right? But no one really says, how are you doing as a mom? And, I mean, I do the same thing. I don't always ask my friends or, or my sisters or whatever. But I think it's, um, it's a way that we can pray for one another and it's a way that we can support one another and so that we don't feel kind of outnumbered or um, alone in it because some women really struggle that way. They, they feel alone. So, hmm, Okay. Well, we'll be praying for that. Anything, anything to add, Heather? Uh, it's, a, it's a big, more of a larger <laughs> prayer request to keep the vision, the, the kingdom vision, the big picture, the perspective that this is not about us necessarily. It's about preparing, training, loving, caring for our kids uh, in a way that we are, we're helping them have that um, mindset that they're going to serve the Lord. Yeah. Mm. It's not just about, oh, what do you want to be when you grow up? It's how do you want to serve the Lord now mm. and in the future yeah. and, and getting them to serve, to learn to serve at home, do chores, um, how to serve in the church, how to serve their friends when they come over. Um, so to think beyond themselves. Yeah, and, in, and us and, too, because yeah. we can get you know, bogged For down sure. in the, the daily routine, mm-hmm. and Satan will try to attack us and you know, say that, oh, you're not, you're not doing anything worthwhile. Yeah. You're alone. You have no support. So mm. that is 
Yeah, it's yeah. really hard yeah. sometimes. We need that's a lot good. Of that's a that's a good that's a good theme. So let's well, well let's pause and let's just pray pray for uh, these moms and other moms in our church community. We want to be thinking about single moms as well. We set in just the line that we sang in worship this morning. How God cares for the orphan, and I think of um, you know Andrea Garpy in our church who as a single. Um, young lady adopted Samuel and you know she's his mom and that was a choice to 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 rescue an orphan and and so you know there's a diversity a variety of what uh, it means uh, to be a mom in our society and uh, and so we want to be praying about that and then praying for for your specific situations thanks so much ladies for um for for sharing with us let's let's pray father um we're so grateful thank you for Julia Amy and Heather who've shared their stories with us and um, just openly and honestly, and I know that if we had three other uh, moms up here, maybe their stories would have been a little bit different. And so we're grateful for the diversity, for the um, personal um, expressions here today. We're grateful for that. We pray for things like decision-making in the home. Um, we pray for wisdom and grace as decisions are made, um, where there's differences of opinion and trying to move in unity as a family. We pray for that. We pray for the personal support for moms, as Amy mentioned, that we would, as we look at one another and talk with one another, we would value each other's circumstances and situations and listen to one another. And Lord, may your Holy Spirit prompt us in how we can be a larger family together for one another. Um, as Heather reminded us, Lord, we pray for just a kingdom vision in our families that uh, goes beyond the, the, the scope of the four walls of an apartment or a home. Um, Lord, you've called each of us to be part of your kingdom. May uh, our families see that. And I, I bring myself before you in that as well, God. Give us a kingdom vision. Um, God, we pray for um, the single moms in our church and the unique challenges they face. We lift them up to you. And we pray that you would uh, inspire us as a church community to grow in ways that we can support each other, listen to one another, come alongside each other uh, in practical, tangible ways, and be uh, your church with one another. God, we pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Let's give these ladies a hand. Thank you so much.